Welcome to this podcast of the Episcopal Church of the Good Shepherd in Venice, Florida. It is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and you will hear Father Joe Hudson speak on Matthew 1, 18-25. As you listen, see if you can answer some of these questions. The questions, 1. Why is peace such a difficult concept for us all? 2. How have all nations and religions tried to make connections with God? And three, how does the birth of Jesus reveal to us what God is really like? Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Now all of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but they had no marital relations until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. And his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes, this fourth candle in the Advent wreath is the candle of peace. Peace. You know, it's, it's a simple word, isn't it? But it's quite complicated to try and experience peace in this broken and fractured world in which we all live. There is sometimes very little peace within families. Nations all over the globe are imprisoning and killing peaceful protesters. Nations are at war with nations as missiles rain down. There is little peace between those of various political persuasions and sectarian religious strife is common. 
Blood is shed, lives and families are shattered. The wailing of loss and grief has reached epidemic proportions. Discord is far more common than peace. It seems that a dark blanket of despair wraps itself around our globe. For millennia, people have stumbled around in the darkness. And yet, 2,500 years ago, a glimmer of hope came to this world through the words of Israel's various prophets. Isaiah proclaimed the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. In that ancient time of darkness, strife, and despair, the light of hope shone forth, promising the renewal and restoration of all things, prophesying that one day the glory of the Lord would be revealed. Peace would come. Jeremiah added that this peace would come in the form of a king who would fulfill this hope, a king who would execute judgment and justice in the earth, a king who would save Israel, and this king's name would be called the Lord, our righteousness. Zechariah added that this king's dominion would extend from the Euphrates River to the very ends of the earth. 2,500 years ago, the people living in darkness were promised that this king would come, a king who would bring justice, peace to the earth, and save all people. The king's name would be the Lord, our righteousness, and on that day the glory of the Lord would be revealed. Long ago, Israel's prophets, in great faith and foresight, spoke hope and peace into the future. Today, you and I look to the past, to the words that are recorded in John's gospel about Jesus. John wrote, we saw his true glory, the glory of the only Son of the Father. This word glory is also translate means splendor, brightness, amazing might, and glorious being. We have seen God's glory in the face of Jesus. For thousands of years, humanity walked this earth, forming relationships, raising their progeny in a search for peace and harmony, they organized communities and formed religious systems to proclaim and explain their understanding of the divine reality that was embedded in all of creation. The Hindu Upanishad was written, Buddha taught, Judaism was formed from the law of Moses. Each culture gave their divine being or beings a name, all in an attempt to develop a relationship with God and form an ethical and moral structure to bring peace and meaning to life. As centuries progressed, people evolved from nomadic hunter-gatherers to agrarian tribes to eventual nation-states. Progress and evolution marched on. But to what end did they march? It wasn't quite clear. They were still struggling to find that elusive word, peace. 
For thousands of years, humanity wandered around in semi-spiritual and moral darkness, millennia spent trying to muddle through and get by. And then a day dawned in the hills of Palestine, a day when all of history suddenly made a dramatic and cataclysmic evolutionary spiritual leap and shift. A peasant baby was born. He was called God incarnate, God in human flesh. Jesus became the very fulcrum upon which the timeline of all humanity's stories pivoted. The glory of God was revealed in its dazzling brightness. In today's reading from Matthew, we heard these words. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. This is how Jesus, the Savior of the world, was born. The songwriter tried to capture this divine, incarnate, glorious inbreaking when he penned these lines. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. In humanity's strife and darkness, the veil was ripped apart, revealing the everlasting glory and light of God in a simple stable in Bethlehem. Jesus, the Christ, the Prince of Peace, became the way, the truth, and the life to show us what love was meant to look like, to show us the way into God's kingdom of peace. We are now exactly seven days away from the feast day of Christmas. I know, it's coming. Seven days in which to contemplate that moment 2,000 years ago when the fulcrum of all history shifted in one life. We saw his true glory, the glory of the only Son of the Father, It was because of his coming that we begin to understand what God's kind of love really looks like, that love that transforms lives and families and communities, giving us a glimpse of what God's eternal peace, God's eternal shalom really looks like. May you and I walk in the way of the Prince of Peace, revealing God's glory to the world. Amen. The questions, one, why is peace such a difficult concept for us all? Two, how have all nations and religions tried to make connections with God? And three, how does the birth of Jesus reveal to us what God is really like?